news and issues important to you from across the trucking world. It's Road Dog Trucking News with Mark Willis. All right, guys. Hey, it's hour number two. Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking News. Thanks for being out there, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls. And let me give you the phone number to call into the program. It is 888-876-2336. And what I do in this program, ladies and gentlemen, is I provide you with news, traffic, and weather, things that apply to you out there in the trucking world. You can also reach me online if you're so inclined and don't want to call into the program. Simply just reach out to Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking News traffic and weather service and you know the whole point of the show uh, guys is to bring you news and information motivation to help you stay out there on the road uh, the important thing guys is that you get that information and you run with it uh, in other words if you've got uh, say questions about health and wellness if you got a question about say rules regulation if you want to you know talk to the reporters that are covering uh, these stories get involved that's why I've got the phone lines open all right let's get on to the next topic of the day ladies and gentlemen and this is uh, an idea that I've been kind of kicking around for the last oh, month or so I wanted to make uh, make it happen and uh, have the first ever road dog trucking news safety summit now this is going to be an opportunity uh, for you to talk with three of the best safety directors out there in the trucking industry today. Gary Alden is with me with Transport America. He is the Director of Safety. Christopher Hilkeman is on the phone with me as well. The Vice President of Risk Management, the Associate General Counsel at Crete Carrier Corporation and Schaefer Trucking. And from Jetco, Jeff McKinney is going to be joining us on the program. And uh, gentlemen, good afternoon to all of you. I appreciate you joining me here on the show. Gary, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Mark. Glad to, glad to be here with you. Yes, sir. Tell folks what you do. You're a brand new voice here on the program. Uh, set it up for us. Tell the listeners what you do at Transport America. Yeah, my name is Gary Falding. I'm the, the Vice President of Safety and Security at Transport America. And really what I see, oversee is you know all aspects of safe, safety, uh, regulatory uh, issues. Uh, got the oversee the support centers that we have. We've got 10 support centers around the country and just making sure that we have a good, comfortable place for our drivers to uh, stop at. All right. Very good. And uh, that is a big job. No question about that. You know, staying ahead of the regulations and uh, making sure everybody is, uh, you know, on the same page. And uh, what is the website uh, for Transport America? Uh, our website is, uh, I tell you what, I got to look that up. Okay, no problem. No, no get the right one there. Well, we've got the whole hour, so uh, plenty of time to do that. Uh, Christopher Hilkeman is on the phone with me, the VP of Risk Management uh, and Associate General Counsel at Crete and Schaefer. And uh, Chris, welcome to the show, sir. Good afternoon to you. Well, good afternoon, Mark. Thank you for having me on. It's a real privilege. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us on the program. All right, set it up. What do you do? Tell listeners out there, what do you do at Crete and Schaefer? Well, I'm ultimately in charge of overall compliance throughout the organization, and certainly that means compliance with the DOT regulations, but that's also compliance uh, through all other areas of, of the company. Uh, and so that would include uh, employment law, uh, employee benefits law, um, you know, any basically any regulation that, that affects our employees and our operations, I, I have a hand in that. And I spend a fair amount of my time uh, working with our employee benefit staff and 
making sure that our employment benefits are being run appropriately and that we're engaging uh, with the right vendors to offer the right benefit programs to our employees. And, uh, you know, you had mentioned uh, as we first started the program here about health and wellness. And uh, certainly that's something near and dear to me as I work uh, across our, our vendor base and making sure that we have the right insurance programs in place for, for our employees. You know, absolutely. And uh, Gary, to that point as well, uh, you know, that's one of the critical components uh, of, of a whole trucking operation is making sure that all of the, uh, you know, the benefits are in, in tune with what the driver's needs are. Uh, just in general terms, that's, uh, that's probably got to be one of the top priority jobs out there is making sure that everything's on the same page, right? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, we want to make sure that all the drivers are covered uh, with what they need as far as benefits. And we've got the help, you know, if they ever need some help to see what exactly, you know, we cover them on, we can definitely help them on that as well. Okay. Guys, I wanted to ask you as far as uh, what is going on with the regulatory uh, structure that we have right now. There is so many different rules and regulations that are uh, in the works uh, or they're on the books out there. You know, regulatory, are we facing a regulatory overload uh, in your estimation with the hours of service, the ELDs uh, out there? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, Gary, are we are we facing simply just uh, an, an era of too too many regulations, too too fast, if you will? What do you say? You know, there is a lot of regulations, a lot of things that are coming down, but, you know, they're, they're really not coming down all at once. I mean, we hear about them in advance, and, and, and usually by the time a regulation goes, gets put into place, it's been telegraphed months, if not years, in advance. Okay. So, granted, there is a lot of regulations, and we don't want to see a lot of regulation coming down, but we are able to deal with those because, like I said, we know them well in advance, and, and really, it's, it's up to us to help the drivers comply with those regulations. I mean, they've got to have a hard job. You know, they're driving, and, and you know, for them to stay on top of everything that's coming down, they, they need some help. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Christopher, talk about the importance of training uh, in your estimation. Of course, it gets down to safety. Why is that so critical in, in this day and age? Uh, what do you say to that? Well, you know, there's, there's um, you know, the, the mandates out there and the proposed rules out there specifically targeting entry-level driver training. And, you know, at Creek Carrier Schaefer Trucking, uh, we typically hire experienced drivers. We don't have a, a large pool of, of, of trainees. Um, and so, you know, we're not, you know, we're, we're not like similarly situated companies that have, have trucking schools that bring uh, bring folks in, go through their trucking school, and then bring them on board. Uh, we hire more experienced drivers, but uh, experience is important, and, uh, and training uh, in the same respect is important. Uh, when you're, there's a lot, lot of things you need to know when you're behind the wheel of that truck, not only on how to operate that truck, but how the industry works, how the regulations work, how to, how to, how to log your time, how to, uh, you know, how to comply with the plethora, as you mentioned, of, of regulations out there. That takes a lot of time over the road to learn. 
uh, that takes uh, a lot of time, you know, sometimes in the books to learn. And so training is of paramount importance just so that you as a driver are well versed in everything that you need to know to operate safely, efficiently, and effectively while on the road. And Gary, this is a personal opinion, but, uh, you know, I'm thinking that when you, uh, when I hear the phrase truck driver, I mean, that is such a 90s term. Uh, isn't it more like, uh, you know, skilled navigator? I mean, there are so many different ways to describe it. Uh, is that is that a phrase that we maybe need to revisit? I mean, because there are so many different things, like Christopher was mentioning, that the drivers have got a handle out there. What is your thoughts on that? Just yeah, I, I agree. You know, you could, it's definitely a skilled job, a technician. I mean, you look at the, what we you look what we have on the trucks now. You look at the, you know, like you brought up the ELD mandates. You're going to have you know, you're going to have, uh, uh, you know, uh, logging devices in the trucks that they, they need to know how to, to work. And, and the trucks are becoming more complex as well. You know, it's not, they're not as simple as they used to be. So it definitely takes a high level of skill. And, and really, you know, that's part of the, the training as well. When, when a new driver comes on board, they have got to know exactly what that truck can do and all the safety uh, equipment that is on that truck and how to use that property in order to take advantage of it. And there's a there's a lot to there's a lot to learn. Trucks are different. You know, we try to we really got uh, you know two types of trucks in our fleet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we try to keep a very new fleet uh, as well. You know, nothing over five years old. And mm-hmm. and those trucks have a lot of new technology on them. That you know, we got to make sure the drivers know and understand and are comfortable with. Yeah, and Christopher, expand on that, uh, you know, with the new technology that's on board uh, from, like, lane departure warning systems, uh, you know, the ELDs, for example. I mean, the regulations are demanding this kind of technology, and that uh, often means that there's got to be, uh, in general terms, more comprehensive training. Uh, talk about the, the correlation between the two, if you will. Well, that's true, and, and uh, you know that also goes back to a prior point that that you made: is are we being overly regulated? And as you, as we have seen the the last kind of batch of, of regulation, much of it is geared to technology mm-hmm. uh, because of the explosion in technology on the trucks in, in recent years. Now we have the regulation that's catching up because the regulation is always going to to follow the technology, right? And so that's why we're seeing uh, proposed rules for for speed limiters, for, for the rules for electronic electronic logging devices. We're seeing uh, the stability mandate that's coming out. The asking for a mandate for collision mitigation systems. Uh, because all of these are, are now, you know, ready for full fleet deployment on, on any commercial motor vehicle. Now Congress and the FMCSA is saying, look, what, what do we need to do now with this technology to make sure that it's being used and being used effectively? With respect to driver training, you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, with any type of technology, it takes time and it takes uh, education to understand how that technology works. And any time that we're putting a new piece of technology on our trucks, uh, we will bring that driver in mm-hmm. and make sure that they understand how that technology works. And sometimes uh, it's even more important that they understand how the technology 
doesn't work. Uh, we've had, you know, uh, the collision mitigation systems on our trucks for for many many years, and have gone through a you know a series of, of, of upgrades mm-hmm. as that technology has uh, has advanced. And it's important for our drivers to understand how that technology works, what it's designed to do, and similarly what it's not designed to do. Uh, when we went with uh, with the AOBRD devices, soon to be ELD devices, uh, that took a, a lot of, of time, a lot of training for to help our drivers understand how those devices work um, and making sure that they're using them appropriately and uh, making sure that they understand the benefits of the, of the technology that, that's coming out. So, you know, if you're going to roll out tech, technology, that's a key piece is to make sure that you're also rolling out the educational pieces so that it's being used appropriately. And, and Gary, ultimately the driver's actions are the, on the road are really the, the testament of just to, as to just how comprehensive that training may be, correct? And then, I mean, ultimately you're going to see that uh, in general terms, you'll see that in, in the accident results or uh, maybe the moving violations. Uh, what, is there a connection with, that, with those two in your estimation? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, we've talked a lot about technology and that, and, and you know, you don't want to put technology out there for technology's sake. You want to put technology out there that actually works, and we're very careful in that we don't throw everything on the trucks that's out there. It's well vetted before it goes on on the trucks. But to your point, we should see results. And it's not just the technology, but it's the training that goes along with that. That driver is the driver is still in control of that vehicle. They still control their speed. And you know, you know, CSAs out there. You know, for whatever people think of CSA, I think there's good points about CSA. I think there's parts that need to be changed in CSA. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not just luck that some carriers are very good in CSA and other carriers aren't. I think that's a reflection of how well carriers are working with their drivers to make sure they know and understand how to be compliant. And that's, that's one reflection of that. Yeah, and I've got a break as I'm coming up on some commercial messages. I've got to take care of traffic and weather, but uh, I want to get your thoughts on this when we come back. You know, with uh, each of the, with, with an incident that might occur, uh, and I want to get both of your thoughts on this, is this an opportunity to maybe go back and review uh, procedures? And is this also a chance to maybe offer, uh, you know, remedial training uh, to the drivers? I mean, because the most important asset of any trucking company is going to be that driver. And I would think that, you know, from a training standpoint, if there are ways to maybe help that driver better understand the complexities of, you know, being out there on the road, then that's a win-win for everybody involved. Drivers, welcome. I'd love to get you on board uh, if you want to join us in the conversation. A lot of folks are dialing in. This is the first Road Dog Trucking News Safety Summit, and I'm bringing together some of the best safety minds out there in the trucking industry. 
industry today. Gary Valden is with Transport America. He is the Director of Safety. Uh, Christopher Hilkeman is the Vice President of Risk Management Associate General Counsel at Crete and Schaefer Trucking. And, man, love to get your thoughts on this, you know, if you want to talk about uh, training in general. And as you would imagine, a lot of folks are lining up wanting to jump in. And I'll get to the calls, promise. First, so let me take care of business, and I'll update traffic and weather this minute right here on Sirius XM. And now, traffic and weather on Road Dog Trucking News with Mark Willis. Hi, guys. 20 and 50 updates on both. You can count on that here. And if you're traveling to Chicago, well, I'm expecting uh, some difficult weather. It should travel into maybe the weekend hours. There was a lot of fog this morning. I'm expecting the fog to maybe start to burn off as we go through the midday hours. If you got travel plans through the Windy City, just make sure that you are ready for rapidly changing visibility. Allow additional time to get to the destination. And you guys know this, of course, use the low beams, reduce the speed, give that extra distance between your vehicle and other vehicles out there. And again, the phone number to call in, it's 888-876-2336. I'm going to take a break and come back and get right into your calls next. Stay with me. I'm Mark Willis, live across North America on Sirius XM 146. This is Road Dog Trucking News with Mark Willis. All right, guys, again, thank you for being out there, ladies and gentlemen. A uh, little bit of a different approach. This is the uh, first Road Dog Trucking News Safety Summit. You know, this idea kind of came to me the other day. Uh, we talk often about safety out there on the road, the rules, regulations, but I thought it might be very interesting to bring on board uh, two of the best safety directors out there across the trucking industry. I've got Gary Falden on the phone with Transport America and Christopher Hilkeman on the phone as well with Crete Carrier Corporation and Schaefer Trucking. And uh, gentlemen, again, I appreciate you doing this. Uh, you know, there's obviously a lot to cover with the uh, rules and regulations, and uh, it is so important that the training be there uh, to help promote safety out there. And, uh, you know, Gary, uh, the industry is doing some great things, right? Trucking is really making some great strides on the safety front, you got to be very proud of that, right? Just in general, that uh, man, safety is at the uh, at the top of the page for everybody that's out there on the road. No, you're absolutely right. If you see what uh, you know, trucking companies are doing, what the industry as a whole is doing, uh, I think it's pretty phenomenal. I mean, you look at the the money that that trucking companies are spending on and technology to help keep drivers safe and the public safe and the amount of time and training that goes into making a skilled driver uh you know i think it's impressive and there has been great gains over over the period of time over years all right and, and also uh christopher from your vantage point uh i know you've been in the industry for many years man we're we've really made some great progress when it comes to safety out there you got to be proud of that well, absolutely. Um, and I think the proof's in the pudding, if you will. I mean, you can just see through some of the statistics that, uh, you know, accidents are down, fatalities are, are down. Uh, and when there, when there is an accident involving a, a uh, tractor-trailer combination and a four-wheel vehicle, uh, 80 to 90 percent of the time, that's not going to be the 18-wheeler's fault. And so uh, that just proves um, that, that we are doing the right things. Um, you know, but no matter what types of safety technologies, you know, we can put on our trucks, there's nothing that can replace that, that driver. Mm -hmm. uh, I think well Gary said. said it. 
uh, in the last segment. You know, that truck driver is our most valuable asset. He's in charge of that truck, and it doesn't matter what safety systems you, you have on it. Uh, that truck driver, um, he's the one that's, that's in control. Now, there's things that we can do to help mitigate some, you know, some, some loss, but ultimately it's hiring and retaining that good quality truck driver. That's what it's all about. All right, let's go to Steve first up in New Jersey. Uh, Steve, welcome, sir. You're on the panel with Jeff, Gary, and Christopher. How you doing? Hello. Um, I want to talk about having some sort of maybe a minimum training standard. Sure. Um, I've been driving for 16 years. I'm now an owner-operator after I took some time to actually learn, you know, the business, and I want to expand my business. And my thought was to pay a guy a salary, run the truck as a solo truck, and have that happen for a year. I think that a lot of the training comes down. It's too short-sighted. Um, you know, you're talking sometimes, if you're lucky, a couple of months. And some of these guys never get into these driving situations where, you know, maybe they're out in the Rockies or, you know, they're, uh, you know, in Florida near, you know, possible storms down there, wherever it may be, or up in the snow. And I think that they need to take time to actually learn that. But it seems like they're very short-sighted with that. And, okay. Um, well, that's a, that's, a, that's a great question. I appreciate the phone call, uh, Steve. And uh, gentlemen, from a couple of different angles with that, uh, you know, the FMCSA came out uh, with the minimum driver training criteria, uh, pretty much leaving it up to the training standards of the company to make that final uh, determination as to whether or not a driver is going to be good to go. Uh, some were calling for like 30 hours behind the wheel, uh, 30 hours in a classroom setting. <clears throat> what are your thoughts on that, uh, Gary, from your perspective uh, as far as the, the actual numbers? Do the numbers really matter? Is it ultimately going to be up to maybe the trucking company to, to make sure that that driver is going to be, you know, the one that's uh, trained and ready to go? Well, I, I think the trucking company is all... You know, it, it, trucking company is going to be 100% responsible for that driver. So we can't completely depend. We can't depend on anybody else to make sure that that driver is 100% ready to be able to, to handle it out on the road. You know, we do take students in. Uh, they get their CDL. They come to us. and We've got a pretty extensive program that we put our drivers through where, you know, the driver is driving. We don't run solo. We don't run a, a training program where they run as part of a team or anything like that. That person has the full attention of the trainer 100% of the time. And just like the, the caller had brought up, you know, there are so many situations out there that a driver can encounter mm -hmm. that we have got to make sure they're prepared for. You know, he brought up about going over the Rockies, brought up about winter and you know, so if you get a driver that starts in the summer and we can have a trainer go through with them for quite some time and they are a very skilled driver, well, if they haven't had experience in winter, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's up to us to make sure that we get them through that experience and make sure the drivers are ready to go out there on their own. Yeah, Christopher, expand on that, uh, you know, because what, what Gary's describing, you know, going up over Snoqualmie Pass uh, for the first run is going to be, I'm sure, you know, a white-knuckle ride for many. Uh, how important is that the driver that the driver gets exposure to all of the elements, to all different types of driving, night driving, city driving, uh, that kind of a thing. What are your thoughts? Expand on this. Well, I think that's very important. Um, one of the reasons I believe that 
Crete and Schaefer have the CFA scores that they have uh, is the fact that uh, we were pretty selective of who we choose as, as a driver, and we're looking for that experienced driver, you know, for, for the, you know, that reason. Um, you know, you need to be able to handle the situations that are on the road, and that comes with time. Now, that being said, um, we, we do have um, a training program for, uh, for limited purposes, and, you know, we'll bring on um, some students, and we'll bring on some, some folks that uh, may have experienced, you know, driving in the oil fields or driving in a little bit different segment than a true over-the-road driver, more of a regional driver, more of an out-and-back driver. They have some driving experience, but not a true over-the-road experience. Mm-hmm. And so we have built some training programs for that, uh, and depending on, you know, what type of driver that it is, you know, it might be three, four, you know, six or, or eight weeks of, of spending some time out on the road uh, with a trainer. And that's, you know, that's very important because the classroom setting isn't going to prepare you for the real world that's out there, the real road that's out there. And to have that experience with a trainer for three, four, six, or eight weeks uh, is is very, very beneficial. All right. I got a break, guys. Uh, I've got news coming up. Uh, Joining us on the other side is going to be Jeff McKinney, and uh, he is with Jetco, based out of the Houston area, and I wanted to bring him on uh, to talk about the safety aspect from the regional uh, perspective and the local perspective. That's going to be coming up. Drivers, love to get you on board. i got a bunch of you holding, and I am going to get to your phone calls. Gary Falden with Transport America. He is the uh, safety director. Christopher Hilkman is on. The VP of Risk Management Associate General Counsel at Crete and Schaefer. And Jeff McKinney with Jetco is going to be joining us on the other side as well. This is a brand new segment. I just came up with this. It is the first ever Sirius XM Road Dog Trucking News Safety Summit, and I'm bringing on board three of the best safety directors out there in the trucking industry today. First of all, let me update news, bottom of the hour right now on Sirius XM. Back to Road Dog Trucking News with Mark Willis. All right, guys, hey, welcome. Uh, Brand new segment here on the program. It is the Road Dog Trucking News Safety Summit. I've got three of the best safety directors out there in the trucking industry today, and you've got the opportunity uh, to talk with them. I've got Gary Falden with Transport America on the phone, uh, Christopher Hilkeman with uh, Creek Carrier and Schaefer, and now on the phone with us is Jeff McKinney from Jetco. And Jeff, I want to welcome you to the program, sir. You're live across North America. It's great to be here. Thank you, Mark. Yes, sir. Thank you. Set it up for us. Uh, Brand new voice on the show. What do you do? Well, I'm the safety director for Jetco Delivery, and we're a small local to regional type carrier here in Houston. And uh, you know, we we uh, have a, a wonderful set of drivers here that um, you know I've listened a little bit to what you guys are talking about, and we're a little bit different down here than some of the over the road trucks of uh, bringing drivers on. Uh, we're a, a small carrier; um, we don't have the luxury of trying to bring on some of the the new drivers from the school, but uh, we do what we can um, to bring experienced drivers. Uh, we, we ask at least two years experience and, and, and you know, bringing it to a, a driver into a culture where we bring um, 
a sense of you know, values of uh, going here to work and you know and, and doing the right thing so they can get home to the families. Yeah, and, and is that uh, one of the keys with it, uh, Jeff? Is the is having that safety culture? Uh, you know, I, I know you're regional and you do local, uh, but it's the same sense of values, right? You're bringing on board uh, somebody to train them. It's part of the culture. It's part of the DNA of the company, if you will. Yes, uh, you know, you want to bring those drivers in that uh, want to do the right thing. I mean, there's a lot of drivers out there that are, are very professional, want to be the safe drivers on there, and you know, and share the road. And that's what we intend to uh, to teach these drivers, train the drivers, and and you know, and show the other drivers on the road, whether it's truck drivers or people in the cars that we we uh, are professionals and we want to show them how safe we are and hopefully that will rub off on some of the other drivers absolutely all right let's go to leonard uh, who's been holding uh, in illinois uh leonard welcome to the show you're on the safety summit with jeff gary and christopher question or comment hey how are you doing guys great, that's great. Thank, thank you that's good hey i had uh um kind of a question about the way that you guys set up uh, all your sign-on bonus programs. And I thought to myself, also with uh, North America and the safety aspect of uh, time off for your vacation time. In North America, Canada also included is most places are two weeks uh, vacation time for your first year. You have to be there three years, I think, before you get three weeks. And then five years, maybe it's five years before three weeks. And then after that, you get a week. Uh, for every year. Now, I know a lot of the drivers out here go from company to company uh, for whatever reason, maybe the way they're treated, equipment, uh, area that they live in. There's there's lots of reasons for that. But your sign-on bonuses, I often think to myself, why don't they offer uh, three weeks or four weeks vacation after you've been there for a year as, uh, as also an incentive? You guys ever think about that? All right, very good. Appreciate the call, Leonard. Uh, and uh, guys, you know, when you look at uh, the overall safety aspect of it, uh, you know, vacation policies aside, uh, is that a motivator? Uh, in other words, that uh, say uh, you want to motivate the drivers to be safety as part of the part of that, maybe including uh, including safety bonuses uh, as part of that uh, part of that process. Uh, Christopher, what do you say to that? Is that uh, maybe something the industry needs to look at overall? Well, you know, per the gentleman's caller, um, you know, he's, he's talking a lot about vacation time, and, uh, and I think, you know, perhaps what he really means is, is home time. And we know that home time is near and dear to, to a driver. They're on the road for long periods of time, three weeks or more. And we have some regional fleets that, that are, are home more frequently than that. And uh, that, that's, a, that's a difficult mindset to be in. That's a different, difficult position to be in when you're away from your family. And certainly that puts you in a different mindset than if you're home with your family every day. And we know that driving is, is you know, just as much or more mentally than, than it is physically. Yeah. yeah. And, and so we know that home time is important to drivers. We've been working on ways to try to improve home time. Uh, we know that that's something that that's valued, and we think that uh, you know certainly that can tie directly to safety. I mean, if you can get home more and you can 
uh, take care of business and be closer to your family. I think that puts you in a different mindset. And when you're in when you're in that type of mindset, and not a mindset where uh, perhaps you're you're worried about some things that are going on at home and haven't been there for a while to take care of it, uh, we want to get you and make sure that you're that you stay within that that mindset. Hey, good Gary, mindset. Gary, tie that in. Uh, you know, home time that equates to a safer driver in your estimation. Yeah, I think it definitely. I think it definitely does. I mean. It, you know, like Christopher said, you know, if, if things are weighing on a driver's mind, you know, that can take their mind off off the road. And, you know, when you're driving a truck, you're driving an 8,000-pound vehicle, you have got to stay focused all the time. You know, one thing that, that we ask our drivers, and we'll talk to our drivers when they come back from home time or vacation, and, you know, is every, did everything go okay? You're all, you know, we're all ready to go back to work again. Uh, if they've got unfinished business and they're thinking about that, it can be tough to concentrate on driving. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Jeff, expand on that uh, as well, sir. You know, even you know, with you guys being local and regional, uh, if a driver has got some things going on uh, at home or whatever the case may be, I mean, this is this is important for any company uh, to focus in on that and uh, allow that driver to maybe take care of business and then bring them back when they're refreshed. Right? That all boils down to safety. Absolutely. I mean, if they have things on their mind, um, you know, it's almost like a distraction. It's a cognitive distraction. They're constantly thinking about this problem at home. And when you're on the road, that's, you know, that will, uh, you know, distract them from the, the safe driving they have, especially around here in, in the Houston area with all the traffic. Um, so we, we try to talk to our drivers every day, and if they have an issue, we, we allow them to go home when they need to and, and take that time out. Uh, we always give our drivers that, that um, ability and uh, to take that time out if something's wrong, and, and let's fix it before you get on the road and something unsafe happens. Yeah, let's go to Jerry next stop in Missouri. And uh, Jerry, thank you. Good, sir. You're on the Safety Roundtable with Jeff, Gary, and Christopher. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I'll make my little speech, Mark. Okay. I've been out here for 50 years, uh, third generation. I even had four semesters of transportation law back in the early 60s before I went to driving. Uh, my first thing is, number one, a lot of the so-called hard regulations that everybody's having to deal with, I believe that's a fault of truckload management not being able to police itself over the years. So now they got cornered because the LTL drivers have no problems with that. Number two, the technology. We've got all the so-called great technology out here that's supposed to enhance safety. How come we've got all these 30 and 40 and 50 truck collisions that believe me, I've been out here over 5 million miles up until the past, past few years. We never had all these massive rear-end collisions that we have now because we took the simple $50 CB radio out of the truck because orientations were telling the drivers in the truckload business, we don't want you to talk to the senior drivers, and please don't use your headlights to signal the other drivers because that may be against the law. That is the genesis of your 40 and 50 truck collisions where once the police are there, they're still crashing into each other. Mm -hmm. Rest of my case, thank you. Okay, all right, very good. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, and gentlemen, let's go around the table uh, with that. Uh, Christopher, uh, you know, in summary for Jerry, he's saying the industry was never able uh, to self-police, and that's why we've got all of these regulations now. Is that a fair statement in your estimation? 
Well, you know, what I would say to that is similar to what I said earlier. Look, technology is not a silver bullet. Mm-hmm. Um, it We rely on that driver who is fully in control of, of the vehicle to be able to you know, appreciate every aspect of what he's doing uh, and, and uh, really appreciate even those actions of those people around him uh, and to drive defensively uh, so that he can uh, avoid, you know, those situations or if he can't avoid it, at least mitigate that, that situation. Now, technology has advanced where we've been able to assist that driver uh, in that endeavor, um, especially with collision mitigation systems. You know, they can react in certain circumstances you know, faster than, than a driver. Ultimately, we don't want the driver to get into the circumstance where that system has to trigger. Um, but, you know, if he does get into that situation or she gets into that situation, you know, that technology has been designed to help mitigate, you know, any outcomes that are, are going to come out of that. You know, uh, it, it all comes down to the safety culture. Um, safety first and, and, and foremost is our mantra here at Crete. And I think that if you look at our safety record, um, and, you know, it's, it's a very good safety record within the industry. And it's because we, we, you know, I think we've done a good job at self-policing and making sure that we hire and retain mm-hmm. you know, those safe and qualified drivers. All right. Let me get you to expand on that, Gary. Uh, you know, if there is an event... Uh, I've got to imagine that uh, it's going to trigger something in the truck and that triggers something back in your office there. Uh, How does that work? And uh, from that standpoint, is that a teachable moment, uh, if you will, for the driver to keep them on board? Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, the caller had talked about the technology in the trucks, and there is a lot of technology, and that with that technology, it's a lot of information. A lot of that information comes right back to the carrier. Uh, You know, he did talk about you know, the CB, and I, and I get what he says on with the CB. There was an opportunity to warn drivers well in advance of something ahead. Yeah. You know, and you just don't see those anymore. And the, the technology, you know, we've got weather alerts on our truck that based on the dispatch of where the driver's going and, and uh, the National Weather Service, you know, that's one way we can we kind of help the driver to, to stay away from those situations because usually those big pileups are due to the fact of, of very poor driving conditions. Yeah. And how do you avoid those in the first place? Yeah. And that's, I, I, you know, those I, where those weather alert comes in. Right. And then just, you know, you had asked about the information coming off the trucks. There is a ton of it. Yeah, yeah. And I, that does give us an opportunity to identify drivers that, you know, that may need... Uh, some help. I mean, obviously, if we've got data that's showing, you know, you know, 5% of our drivers are having a heck of a lot of uh, safe following distance or hard brakes, we owe it to that driver to, to bring that up, to coach and let them know, because the last thing we want to do is have this information and not do something with yeah. it where we could help the driver or we could help the public. We'd right. be doing everybody a disservice I got a, I got a break. Not using that. All right, hold the hold the thought. I got a break here. Uh, man, great, great information. Uh, drivers, again, if you are just now uh, tuning into the program, this is uh, the Road Dog Trucking News Safety Summit. I've got three of the best 
safety directors out there in the industry today, Gary Falden with Transport America, uh, Christopher Hilkeman on the phone with uh, Crete Carrier and Schaefer, and Jetco. I'm from Jetco. I've got Jeff McKinney. Guys, great comments. I got a break for traffic and weather this minute, right here on Sirius XM. And now, Road Dog Trucking News with Mark Willis. Drivers, you know, when you talk with safety directors out there, guys, you know, there's a lot of information that can help you, you know, dissect and understand when it comes to regulations, rules, and things like that. I mean, the most important job out there, no question, is your job, driving that truck, staying safe. You are the most valuable asset out there on the road today, and I'm hoping this, uh, you know, at least give you a little food for thought about uh, the complexities of working in the trucking industry and keeping safety at the top of the list. Uh, this is the Road Dog Trucking News Safety Summit. It is the first segment of this, and uh, I brought on board, board three of the best safety directors out there in the industry today. Uh, Gary Falden with Transport America has been part of this, and uh, Gary, I want to get the website out there where drivers can find you guys at TA. How can I reach out? Yeah, the best way to get a hold of us is on uh, www.changingtrucking.com. Okay, and uh, Christopher, same question for you, sir. How can drivers find you guys? www.creekcarrier.com or www.creekcarrierjobs.com, www.shafertrucking.com. Okay, very good. And uh, Jeff, how can drivers find you guys at Jetco? Where can they reach on the web? www.jetcodelivery.com. Great. Guys, really appreciate this. I mean, this is uh, a perspective from the the over-the-road and the local and the regional uh, perspective. Big Fat Daddy is on the phone in Chicago. You know, Big Fat Daddy probably weigh about 150 pounds. Am I right? (laughs) Maybe in 1974. Oh, yes, sir. Yep, yep, yep. I'm with you on that one. Uh, Well, welcome. What do you think? I've only got a couple minutes left. What do you think about safety from your perspective? I think my dad was right. When you make something idiot-proof, there's a new and improved idiot. That being said, I think all this technology is no substitute for a well-properly-trained driver. And until we get four-wheelers on board, it's Pandora's box out there as far as what's going to happen. Okay. All right. I'm under the gun with a clock, but I appreciate you calling. Let me go around the uh, table quickly with that, guys. Uh, Christopher, your thoughts. I mean, it's great to bring the technology on board to train the truck driver out there from A to Z, but until we get four-wheelers on board, are we still do we still have an uphill battle? What do you say? Yeah. I mean, like I said, technology is not a silver bullet. It, you know, the only way that uh, safety is going to increase is to increase the safe driving and the attentiveness of the driver behind the wheel and that means commercial motor vehicle drivers and it probably means more of those of those four-wheel drivers all right and gary your thoughts uh expand on that if you will and i agree i mean the statistics show and i think we talked about this earlier that the vast majority and when i say vast majority 70 80 percent of of serious, serious crashes are not the fault of the truck driver. It's the it's the four-wheelers on the road. So there has to be good education, and I think trucking companies and drivers need to be involved in educating the public on uh, how to drive safely around trucks. Yeah, and Jeff, I'm just about out of time. Real quick, uh, from your perspective, local and regional, we got to get the four-wheelers on board. I'm under 30 seconds. What do you say? 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, we sit there and do the training for the drivers, and we can do outside um, training for some of these these people that drive these cars. I think it'll go a long way. But I agree with everybody. It, it, needs to have we need to have a lot more training for these guys all right guys thank you i mean great stuff i really appreciate all of you guys getting on board and uh, talking about safety gary falden with transport america christopher hilkeman with crete and schaefer and from jetco jeff mckinney guys appreciate you sharing your thoughts about safety i gotta wrap it up music means i'm done i'm off the stage kc phillips is next i'll see you tomorrow starting at two east on Sirius XM 146.